episode four. Holy shit. Four times we've been doing this? Four times? Four times. God damn. This is the theme song to my podcast. I stole this song off the internet because I needed a theme song for my podcast. Please don't sue me. Please don't sue me. Ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, and hybrids, my name is Zach Gadzooks, if you're nasty, and this is the fourth episode of On The Way Down. I mean, if if you've come back four times now, I mean, we're going to be together forever. I feel like I feel like we're, we're building a real strong relationship here. I'm not sure who I'm talking to, but I mean, you know who's talking to you, so there's at least that. Um, I'm, I'm feeling real rusty right now. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm feeling extremely rusty. Uh, I believe the last time I was talking on this microphone, I was swearing up and down that I was going to podcast from Atlanta. And, uh, I even went as far as to say all the reasons for which I should never have an excuse to not podcast from Atlanta being that I got myself a new toy that I'm 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 feeling this momentum I'm I'm feeling good I'm in a good place so on and so forth and then confession I ain't podcast from Atlanta it's not entirely my fault um so I uh, I travel a lot and uh as I've as I've gotten accustomed to bouncing around the world I, it's like the, the more often I travel, the less prepared I am because, you know, I let my guard down and I get laxed. And, uh, when you're traveling, the important shit is like, okay, do I have my passport? Granted, I wasn't going out of the country, but as far as that goes, every time I travel, I just make it a point to bring my passport because I just, that's a good habit to be in because I, every once in a while I do go out of the country. Like next week I'm going out of the country and I just want to make it a habit. Every time I know I'm getting on the plane, okay, I got my passport with me because that way I'm never, I don't never find myself at LAX like, fuck, I'm about to go to Italy and I only have my California driver's license. Excuse me, sir. Well, uh, excuse me, Italian man. Will you accept a California driver's license? He'd be like, uh, no, but the good news is, uh, you can't come into my country. And I'd be like, I fail to see how this is good news, but, and then he'd be like, yeah, you know, that's a, it's a good point. Um, I, I kind of, I spoke prematurely on that, on that one. Um, anyway, I, I've never been in that situation because I always have my passport with me. This is the very long winded way of saying that I went ahead and packed my recorder, the zoom H six, which is what I'm recording. I, I have, I have, praises to sing in that regard we'll get there but i made sure that i had it packed up in its nifty little case i was like look at me i'm a fucking podcaster with my fancy podcasting gear and my fancy podcasting gear case and you know it's just what we do this is just this is just my life now i uh, i travel to to faraway places and i make sure that i have my podcasting gear with me because that's what i am i'm a motherfucking podcaster i thought you knew and uh you know i made sure i had my my mic obviously because that's kind of important when you're doing a radio show and uh, just as important as the mic is the mic cable. So I have it all. Oh, I think I have it all. And I get all the way to Atlanta and a couple of days go by. We're enjoying ourselves. We're hanging out in the wilderness. I'll explain more about that. Um, but the punchline is 
I finally am like, okay, it's uh, it's Thursday, because remember, I'm trying to do this every Thursday. Thursday comes around, I'm like, all right, it's a big house, there's uh, several rooms, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to wake up earlier than everyone, and I'm going to go downstairs, I'm going to make me a little pot of coffee, you know, get a blanket because it's cold, get a blanket, wrap it around myself, maybe get a nice little seat by the window, maybe light the fire, we're going to make a thing of it, it's going to be an event. It's going to be an event. I mean, I'm obviously going to Instagram story the fuck out of it. So it's not going to like, it's going to be a private event. Cause I'm, what good is it? If you can't be like, Hey, look how distinguished I am. I'm podcasting in Atlanta, Georgia. It's not, I keep saying Atlanta, it's Blue Ridge, Georgia, which is a place you've never heard of. And for good reason, uh, there ain't shit out there, but I was out there with my podcasting equipment and, uh, you know, I was, I was looking forward to it. So I wake up that morning and I'm like, all right, well, uh, time to, time to go podcast since, uh, I'm a podcaster and go and I get my mic and I get my, my little case with my zoom H six in it and excited, feeling good about myself. And I'm digging the bag. I'm like, yeah, as soon as I find the cord, as soon as I find the mic cord, I'm be on my way and, uh, you know, move this and that. Telling myself, fuck, I should have unpacked the day I got here and uh, would have avoided this entirely. Keep digging, keep digging. No mic cord. All right, well, uh, you know, at least I found the the uh, the recorder and the mic. So let me go put this out there and then I'll come back. And I mean, that's how things work, right? They're not there and then you leave and you come back and they're right there. That's how I have the universe figured out. So I came back in, and to my surprise, the the mic cord wasn't there. Still, I mean, what the fuck do I have to do, right? I mean, what's the world coming to when you just can't find something and ignore it, and it doesn't just fix itself? I don't know. I I ain't signed up for all this shit, personally. But in any case, I think you're... uh, you could probably put it together by this time that uh, I didn't bring my fucking mic cord. And so, and of course, then I'm like, oh, well, luckily the Zoom H6 has mic attachments that you could put on the top. And I record all my videos with that and it sounds stellar. So it might even be better, you know, it'll, it'll have like, it'll have a different sound to it. It'll have, it'll have, uh, you'll be able to, oh, that's, that's the, uh, that, that's how the podcast sounds when he's on the road because, you know, he travels and he podcasts. So sometimes he podcasts while he travels. So when he's at home in the studio, quote unquote, it sounds nice and clean and professional, like it's on a professional microphone. However, when he's in, you know, Blue Ridge, Georgia or something like it, it'll, it'll sound a little different, but it'll still sound great. It'll just have a little distinguished vibe to it. And uh, then I remembered, oh, that's right. I uh, I unpacked the uh, the mic attachments in order to make room in the case for my other microphone, the microphone I'm using right now, the desk microphone. It's a Shure SM58 standard ass microphone, but it wasn't going to fit in the case if I had the other microphones in it. And I'm thinking, why would I need the other microphones when I have, when I'm bringing the good microphone? So, you know, took those out, put this one in and left the fucking cord on the desk. A big reason for that is because my flight was at 630 in the morning 
which I have to get to the airport. I mean, they suggest two hours. I'm never there two hours early. I don't really know anyone who is, but I kind of wanted to be there at least an hour and a half early because I had my son and my wife with me. And, you know, if it's just me, I'll, I'll run if I have to, whatever. But, uh, yeah, so the flight's at 6.30 or something in the morning, and, you know, my ass is up at 1.30 in the morning packing. Hmm, do you think it's going to be cold? Oh, that's right, I'm a podcaster. I should probably pack up my podcast and shit. Oh, I'm a, I'm a photographer as well. I should probably pack a camera and uh, maybe an SD card and maybe a, a flash or two. Uh, yeah, see, these are my, this is my thought process, and, and in that process, never entered the fucking mic cable even though I had to unplug the goddamn mic from the cable in order to put it in the box. So if there was ever a time to not miss the goddamn mic cable, I'm I, I'm pretty sure that was it. But what are you going to do? Now, if I was staying in Atlanta, Atlanta's an actual city where there's where civilization dwells and you know, there would I assume there would be a Best Buy or a Guitar Center or, or a fucking Target or, or something. A Radio Shack, perhaps. The point being that in a pickle, I could have just, oh, okay, I'm going to run to Best Buy real quick. Not literally run. <laughs> I'm going to drive to Best Buy real quick. Angrily at that because I'm an asshole and left my fucking mic cable. However, I, we're staying an hour and 45 minutes from Atlanta. Our closest neighbors stood in the field all day and chewed on grass because they were cows. So that was out. And uh, then I was like, I guess I could do it on my phone. And by that point, I was so goddamn disappointed in myself and just absolutely defeated that I was like, fuck podcast, man. I don't even want a podcast, man. Fuck this shit. That's, uh, that's exactly how I sounded. No. Um, so, yeah. Excuses, excuses, I know. But, you know, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? All right? I didn't fucking podcast from from Georgia. I tried. I made the attempt. But I was an asshole, and I was unprepared, and that's what happens sometimes. However, (laughs) I did remember my passport. Didn't need it, but I had it. In any case, I spent a week in Georgia. And I, I keep saying Atlanta because it's, it's kind of like when I'm talking to people who aren't from here, here being where I live, where I live being Southern California, Anaheim to be specific. When I'm talking to people, like when I'm traveling to, uh, I don't know, Australia or some shit, people say, Hey, where are you from? And I'll say, Oh, LA. And I say that because it's way easier than being like, Oh, I'm from Anaheim. And granted, there's Disneyland and the angels and, and the ducks, if you follow hockey, but most of the time people, I mean, I've not met one person who didn't be like, Oh, Los Angeles. Cool. Like everyone, I I was in Cuba and people knew who, who people knew where Los Angeles was, but people in Cuba didn't know what Anaheim was, except for this guy I met who played, who grew up with the third baseman of the angels. Long story, long story. Um, I digress. So I'm, I don't know why I'm, I don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm even talking about this. 
Uh, see, this is this is organic. This is organic as fuck. So, what you're hearing now is the sound my mouth makes when my brain just kind of falls apart and turns into oatmeal. Um, all right, let's reel it in, guys. Let's reel it in. Um, oh, so I bring up the the Los Angeles thing because it's just a way to like get the goddamn conversation either over with or like onto to the good shit because I don't want to explain to you where orange is in relation to Anaheim, which is the major city. Cause I'm technically in orange. I'm on the border of orange and Anaheim. Like if I look out my window, I'm looking out my window right now and I see angel stadium, not like far off in the distance. I'm saying like, if I yell really loud from my house, you could probably hear me in angel stadium. I live so close to angel stadium that when they have concerts there, I, oh shit, when they have baseball, shit, today, they have baseball games there, obviously, I can't fucking get home, because my entire street is closed down, and there's a bunch of cops out there not letting people turn down the street, for whatever reason, I think, because traffic, or whatever, and I, but they assume you're trying to park on, in the residential area to walk to the, to the game, and they're like, no, no parking, I'm like, no, I, I, I live there, no, keep going, like, no, bro, I, my house is there. I'm not going to the game. Like I live there and I live so close. So there's that. And also when they have concerts or anything, fire, don't fucking, don't get me started on the fireworks. But when they have concerts, we can literally sit in our backyard and it's kind of like we're at extremely shitty seats at the concert. You can hear it clearly, but you just can't see anything. I've been to a lot of concerts like that. This one's free. I mean, I pay for it every month. So it's technically the most expensive goddamn concert I've ever been to, is what I'm getting at. So yeah, I live on the border of Orange and Anaheim. Goddamn, man, we're, we're, we're trailing off all every which way. But I'm going to reel it all in, I promise. Uh, so I live on the border of Orange and Anaheim. So I say Anaheim to people. And when I'm not in America, I say I'm from... Los Angeles. So all that is to say that I keep telling people that, yeah, I'm going to Atlanta because if I tell people, oh yeah, I'm going to Blue Ridge, they'd be like, where the fuck's Blue Ridge? As they should. This is exactly what I did when uh, I was asked to go to Blue Ridge. So Blue Ridge is an hour and a half or so north of Atlanta. Um, and in that time I drove to Atlanta four times, I believe at least three, um, a few times to go to the airport to pick people up and once just to hang out for the entire day. If you follow me on Instagram and you watch my stories, first of all, God bless you. Second of all, you, you probably saw me in Atlanta. So I had, uh, we went to hang out with my mom cause my mom stays out there. So the plan was that we would wake up early, drive to Atlanta, make that, make that journey. And drop my mom and my son off at the aquarium because apparently it's the illest aquarium in America. I don't know. A fish is a fish is a fish to me, but I mean, I did see pictures of it and it does look pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. Like you walk through this tunnel and the motherfucking sharks are swimming above you and whatever. And that's cool. But you know, um, if the choice is go see a shark's underbelly or, go to East Point where Outcast is from. Ah, it's going to be hard, but I'm going to choose Outcast. So we dropped 
my son and my mom off at the aquarium. They had a blast, and I told my wife, you know what, I'm going to take you to the hood. And we drove to College Park. If you listen to Outkast at all, if you're an Outkast fan, or shit, really, any a lot of Southern rappers. I think Ludacris talks about it a bunch. Goody Mob, but there's no chance in hell you're a fan of Goody Mob and aren't a fan of Outkast. I wouldn't be surprised at all if you know a lot of Outkast songs, but you've never even heard of Goody Mob. That's fine. Um, not to like nerd out on you, but uh, a way that you might recognize Goody Mob, um, CeeLo Green, who is, I mean, shit, how do you put, how do you describe CeeLo Green? If you don't know who Goody Mob is and you know who CeeLo Green is, there's a good chance you know him from The Voice, I believe, or The X Factor, or one of those one of those singing shows. And he's in Arles Barkley, he sings a crazy song. You know, a little short black guy who looks like a goddamn lawn gnome. That guy. Uh, he, before he blew up, him and Pharrell, man. I think we talked about Pharrell in the last episode. Pharrell keeps, he's a recurring character, um, as he should goddamn well be. Um, so before CeeLo Green was the CeeLo Green he is now, he was in a rap group from Atlanta called Goody Mob, and they were part of the Dungeon Family, as was Outkast. Dungeon Family was in Decatur, uh, which is a few miles from College Park. See, I told you I wouldn't nerd out, but here I am nerding out. The point is, I had grown up listening to Outkast talk about East Point, Atlanta. I don't think East Point is in Atlanta. I think it's like an entirely different city, but it doesn't really matter to me. Uh, so they talk about College Park and East Point this and East Point that and I was like, shit, when we went to the airport, it's the same thing that happened to me in when I went to New York for the first time. I, I'm a fucking obsessed with New York. I always have been. Mostly, be, I mean, 100% because of rap music. And I get off the plane, and I'm driving to my hotel, and I just see the sign that says, like, down, like to downtown Brooklyn, to uptown Queens, or rather, to uptown uh, the Bronx. And I'm just, I'm fucking like, I'm looking at at the taxi driver. I'm looking at New Yorkers on the road and shit because we're in traffic. I'm looking at like, are you guys not freaking out right now? Like, what the fuck? That's an actual sign that takes you to the actual place. And you're not freaking out right now? And I, I imagine that's how people are too when they come to to LA. They're probably like, like, fuck, that says Hollywood. That's exactly how we get to Hollywood. And the rest of us are like, we don't even notice. So that's how I was in Atlanta when we, we landed and we're on the, and we were driving around. Um, I saw all the signs for East Point and College Park and I was, I was getting the biggest rap nerd boner and it, it wouldn't just fucking wouldn't go away. I tried ice. I tried stabbing it with a pin, like all, all the tricks. I know all the tricks though. I know all the tricks. I, I, they weren't working. Ineffective is what they were. And so I, we had planned to go to Atlanta and I was like, I, I don't, I need at least an hour to go drive. I, I ideally walk through, but you know, I assume this place is dangerous because motherfucking outcast came from there. And so just like most once dangerous neighborhoods, it's pretty gentrified, AKA a lot fucking safer and probably a lot more pleasant to live in. And 
So my wife's always down. She's like, yeah, wherever you want to go, let's do it. I don't have anything to do here. She's not like a big uh, rap head, so she doesn't really, you know, if we went to Texas or something, she she definitely has her stops that she like she'd want to make rounds. But since we're in Atlanta, she's like, yeah, just wherever you want to go, let's go. Cool. So I took the car. It was a Jeep. We rented it. It was tight. And uh, it fucking made me want to buy one. I actually, like, maybe the next car I buy will be a Jeep. It was like a Jeep. What was it? A Jeep Wrangler or something like that? It was all black. Shit was sick. But um, so we we drive through East Point, and I see the East Point water tower. And, of course, I'm like, I, I, I got to get out. So I got out ran across the like ran across the street up this hill near this like chain link fence in the bushes and took a bunch of pictures that was my phone who the fuck's let's see let's see if my god damn it that was going to be tight i got email so i'm waiting for an email from itunes that telling me that my podcast is live on iTunes, my podcast being this podcast that I'm talking to right now or I'm talking on right now and you're listening to right now. So that would have been tight if I got the confirmation email while I was podcasting. That would have been God level, but eh, you know, it, it didn't work out that way. So anyway, um, so I'm taking pictures of this water tower. It's tight. People looking at me crazy. I'm insecure about it, but I'm acting like I'm not. I'm like just doing the head nod and they're just like stone grill, like no expression. I'm like, okay, getting back in the car, get back in the car, drive around. Then I realize, oh shit, we're right by Tri-City High School. That is where Andre and Big Boy met uh, before they were outcasts, obviously. So I shit, we got to go. And it was spring break too. So we went, we pulled up in the parking lot. I got out. I did some Instagram stories. You might've seen it. Uh, I took pictures of the sign, just all the way geeking out. Uh, we went, we drove through downtown College Park, parked, uh, parked a car, walked around. It was cool. It was safe. Took some pictures of those signs. Went to, um, went to. God, I can't remember the name. It's it's their train. Um, uh, the Marta, Marta. That's uh. So that's their their like public transportation or whatever so i went there took a picture i got a sick picture it says like marta with college park under it whatever um i'm just geeking out about it at this point um when i was there i'm just walking around like babe this is the this is the street that this and this happened and oh this is the street that that, that's the that's the liquor store they talk about on that song you know whatever whatever she's like oh yeah that's cool Oh no, yeah, that's cool. She doesn't give a fuck and a half. And not because, I mean, knowing her, she wishes that she cared. She just can't care because it's not her thing, you know? So, but she, she humored me and she let me get my, my, you know, get my, my giggles out and shit. And so I had a fantastic time. And so we started driving through the neighborhoods in East Point and East Point is notoriously like a bad neighborhood. Um, And so we just see all these fucking cool houses and, and my wife's like, I'll move here if you buy me this house. And I'm not going to tell you that I bought a house, so don't get excited. But, um, so we just start looking at houses and they're so dope and they're renovated and, and there's just like so many trees and it's just like, I could never describe it. You would have to just see it in person or at least see a picture of it, but so we just start looking at houses and she goes on 
Zulu or Zillow or whatever the fuck app she uses that most people use. And these like four bedroom houses, four bedroom, two bathroom, big ass backyards in a, the dopest neighborhoods, the hardwood floors, you know, the the whole nine. They're like $140,000 or something. And coming from Southern California, I can't take a shit in a public restroom without paying somebody $140,000. Everything here is overpriced. And I mean, I'm a, I, you get what you pay for. You know what I'm saying? You, I mean, look at all the shit we have to do here. So, you know, w- w- with that contrast, it's like, oh, shit, I'll buy this motherfucker right now. I don't have $140,000 in my pocket, but I mean, we could work this out. $140,000 for a house? For a home? We can do that. That's, that's nothing. We can definitely do that. We can make that happen. So we continued driving around looking like there's a lot of for sale signs. And uh, again, she's in the app. And and so we take a little impromptu tour and look around the neighborhood and find a bunch of houses. And like we had that thing in us where it was just like, holy shit, are we actually moving to East Point, Georgia today? Like it, it actually felt that way. Like obviously there'd be, I don't know, <laughs> like paperwork to sign or or some shit we'd at least have to get a welcome mat you know before we could actually make the move but it was a very real feeling of holy shit we could totally just leave everything behind and just live here and it would be tight um because we have some business ventures at the moment uh, in progress that i won't talk about um i will i'll talk about it eventually but so uh, we're in a really good place right now. And so that was just kind of the icing. It was like, holy fuck, we got all this shit going on. We could totally just buy a house out here. We didn't even necessarily have to sell our house. We could like probably swing both of them. We're not rich by any means. Like we're not balling, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting into this mental space where I'm thinking more about investments and long-term money and this and that. So I, you know, that would be a good investment. Like I think the monthly payments, when we calculated it, the monthly payments would be like $300 or something. That's fucking crazy. That's insane. That's my health insurance is like three times that. That's absolutely doable. That's why why people leave California to live elsewhere. And then they get there and be like, oh, but, but Mexican food. And which brings up a good point. We did go to a few Mexican food restaurants out there. It wasn't really my choice. I mean, come on, dog. I'm, I'm down for whatever. I'm down to eat whatever, especially if it's Mexican. I'm there. Again, if you follow my Instagram, you know this. But I mean, I, I'm in Blue Ridge, Georgia. I'm trying to eat barbecue or something. I'm, I come from Southern California. We got better Mexican food here than they do in Mexico. The fuck I'm eating Mexican food out in 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 the forest for uh, it was all right it was cool but I mean I, I'm I'm a goddamn snob I'm a taco snob till the death you you can't fuck with me and a lot of people who live here like we know our Mexican food and that shit I had wasn't Mexican food Mexicans cooked it right there was Mexican it, it, there was Mexican inspiration in there at work, but that wasn't Mexican food. No disrespect to them. It was great. It was great. It was affordable. It it tastes great. You know what I'm saying? But it it wasn't Mexican food. So 
that's that. The first night we were in Georgia, um, we're in my mom's house and it's dark and it's an old house, but it's it's pretty big. Again, when you could buy houses for one hundred forty thousand dollars, like if you have a little bit more money, you know you can you can get a pretty nice house out there. So my mom's house is dope, and uh, you know I'm fucking super happy for her. And you know um, I could just tell that she loves where she lives, and that's tight. That's important. You know she's. Ah, fuck, I don't even know how old she is. Um, I want to say uh, she's probably 60. And so, you know, uh, she deserves to have a beautiful home at least once in her life, if not all of her life. So she has it now, and uh, you could just tell she's just enthralled by it. So... But the thing is, it's out in, again, in the goddamn boonies. Like, we wake up and we just see deer walking through the walking through the, the yard. Like, oh, shit. Bambi. Bambi's making an appearance. So, my, uh, my son, we're, we're sitting there watching TV. It's the first night. It's all dark. It's a little creepy because, you know, you're in a new place. It's dark again. It's old. It's an old place. So, there's wood floors and they creak and shit. And so, uh, my son sees something walk across the uh walk across the floor in like this little hallway area and you know we just kind of assumed it was a rat or something and i don't want to paint the picture that that it's a a a a messy place where you wouldn't be surprised if rats were around like it's a nice without saying a whole lot it's a nice goddamn place so it's not like a rat infested area obviously and so I just, I don't know, I just, I thought it was a rat, so I go look at it, and it's a goddamn flying squirrel. Again, if you follow my Instagram, you know this, but I'm like, holy shit, a flying squirrel? So he hops up the stairs, and I didn't want to grab him, I don't know, I don't fuck around and get bit by a flying squirrel, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna bite my finger off and fly the fuck away, I I can't fly, I'm gonna catch him. I'm going to throw rocks or something. Ain't no rocks in the house. I've got to throw like a flower vase and then i got to deal with breaking my mom's shit. Nah. Nah, it's not going down. I'm just let that motherfucker be. I'm going to let him be. So he runs up the stairs. We follow him. He goes in the closet. We, we, we corner him in there. We're not trying to hurt him or scare him, but we're like, I don't know, it's not really ideal having wild animals just living in your house with you. So we're like, we should at least try to catch him and, and put him outside in the forest where flying squirrels prefer to be i would assume and so that turned into like a three-day thing because he found of course he went underneath one of the boards in it's like this built-in this built-in shelf something or other and so he found this tiny hole he went under there so he couldn't escape but he wouldn't come out and i'd have to like do construction to take the shit apart so we resorted to just barricading him in there and then we'd come and we'd bring him like food and we'd come like a few hours later and the food would be gone. So we kind of like made friends with him or whatever and my son was all stoked about it. And so I think the third night we go up there, my mom went up there and she screamed for me. So I ran up there and he was out and so I put him in a box and then we took him outside and fucking set him free. So that was dope little encounter with wildlife um so yeah, it was i mean there's deer where we were in the boonies it was like little house on the prairie out there um 
And so, yeah, that was, that was Georgia. We were there for, I want to say eight days, eight or nine days. And it was cool. Uh, just kind of unplugged. I edited a podcast since I couldn't podcast because I'm an asshole who forgets things. And, but I did bring my computer. So the last episode, episode three, I actually edited out there and I heard it in my headphones and I was happy with it, but I got to tell you, I recently played it in, uh, in my office where I'm sitting right now on my big studio monitors on the rocket fives. And I am so goddamn happy with the sound. I've never said that. I've been doing recording shit, audio shit for years, for 10 years, 10 plus years. And I, there's nothing on earth I hate more because I can never, it's always a battle to the death and I'm always the one dying. I can never, I just don't have it. I can't get the levels where I want to. I can't get the recording where I want to. I've bought things. I've, I've borrowed things. I've, I've had people come try to help me. I've gone to studios. I just don't fucking get it. And so it's constantly, it's just a battle. And that's a huge reason. It's probably, I don't know, 75% of the reason I'd stop rapping. Because I was really into music and I just stopped because I was just fucking sick of it. It was just a headache every time. And so now that I'm doing this, it's I would be lying if I said it wasn't a headache. Like, this is kind of a headache, but it's not, podcasting isn't like music where there's a lot more room for error for lack of a better way of saying it you get a little more wiggle room it's supposed to be organic and and no one's really worried about how uh how eq'd and compressed the vocals are this and that but what i'm getting at is since i made this purchase since i purchased this uh the zoom h6 and just learned like two things about it throw on the the limiter and then the low cut frequency. I I I I I couldn't be happier. Like it's like ten years of struggle just all melted away when I heard it, and I didn't I hadn't even like really uh, mixed it or anything yet. So that was extremely encouraging. I mean, let alone it kind of reassured me that cool you spent money on something good. There's that, but it's also like fuck, finally, finally. Finally, we can be happy with the final product. And so, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping you heard the difference. Uh, I don't think the first or second episode sounded terrible. I'm my own worst critic, obviously, and I think everyone should be, personally. But uh, they didn't sound at all as good as I wanted them to sound. But that third episode, man, that shit, I, I don't know. Maybe you can't hear the difference, but if you, if you do hear the difference, like that'd be tight. If you just let me know, tweet me or something like just, it, it, I, I couldn't be happier with it. So I'll stop rambling about that. But, uh, seriously though, if, if you're, if you're in the market, like if you need a piece of equipment, if you got a little money, like maybe three fifty four hundred dollars not, not nothing too crazy. If you're, if you're looking for, um, a field recorder, um, or maybe even a way to get your videos to sound better, um, your podcast to sound better, 
you can use it as an audio interface. So, you know, if you, if you record music, you can, it can replace your focus, right. Or your inbox or whatever you might be using. It can replace all of that. And I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's a goddamn monster is what it is. So yeah, highly recommended. So I'm still not drinking it as of, I think this Sunday, it will be a month and a half. I believe um, there's nothing else really to say about that, that I haven't already said I could, I mean, don't get me wrong. I could easily spend the next 30 minutes ranting about how good I feel. Uh, we could talk about the few times that it's been hard because, you know, you, friends have birthdays, you go to their house, they have barbecues, they, you know, they want to go to the bar and shit and you, your homies are all drinking. You want to have a drink with your, with your homies, but I, I I didn't, and I don't really have homies that are like, it'll peer pressure you, whatever. I'm too old for that shit. So, uh, you know, aside from that, it's been actually really easy. Um, and I'm just, I continue to be in a, an extremely good place. I dare say the best place I've ever been, um, just mentally, and I, I'm just... I feel very, I feel like I'm fucking on fire right now, personally. Um, the output is extremely high and positive and genuine. And that that's a change because I'm, I'm a very productive person. I always have been, but it's always, my motives have always um, my motives are on a, on a different le- different level right now. I'm kind of just doing shit that I want to do, that I've always wanted to do, that I haven't done uh, for whatever reason. And now I'm I'm just fuck those reasons. I'm doing it. And how that ties into drinking, I, I'm not sure. See again, I could I could I could spend hours talking about this. Um, just a disclaimer. This isn't to suggest that I'm never going to drink again. You know, I'm I'm going to. Where am I going? Next uh, next Friday, I'm going to London with my best friend in the world. And then we're from there, we're going to Spain. Well, Gibraltar. I, I think Gibraltar's in Spain. It's probably like one of those weird things. But uh, I think it's technically Spain. But it kind of acts like its own little country. I could... I'm absolutely talking out of my ass. I have no idea what, what I, I don't know. I'm going to Gibraltar. That's all you got to know. You figure it out. So the point is some of my best times in life have been in weird places, like strange, faraway places with my best friend drinking in bars. We'll just walk through the city, see a cool bar. We'll go in there, have a drink, get a little wobbly, wobble back out, go to another bar. And I remember all of it, and it's cool. We never really get drunk because we walk so much. If you can get drunk and walk for eight hours, I'm talking miles. I'm talking, I think when we were in New Zealand, we actually, we walk, we just keep walking. And when we got back to the hotel, after we chopped our legs off and threw them out the window because they were absolutely useless after walking all day, we went and actually tracked like on, on Google Maps how how far we walked. I think it was something crazy like 46 miles or some shit like in, in total for the day. 
something insane. But it didn't sound insane at the time because my goddamn legs were were literally trying to fall off of my body. So I'm like, yeah, this feels like 46 miles for sure. But um but yeah, I mean in those 46 miles, we're, we're stopping in, we're getting drinks with the locals, we're hanging out or whatever, but we're not getting drunk. If you can walk 46 miles in, 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 I don't know, 10, 12, 15 hours and manage to be drunk, I don't know what you're drinking. You might want to not drink that though, because it's probably not alcohol. It's probably goddamn radiator fluid or something. And you're, you've been dying slowly ever since. So you might want to get that checked out. So yeah, I, I'm not one of these dudes who likes to get super fucked up because I like to remember things, you know? I, I do a lot of fun things and my nightmare. I, you know these people, like you might be one of these people, I don't know. But you know these people who they wake up the next day and they're like, oh yeah, it was my wedding last night. I, well, I remember walking down the aisle yeah, and then, oh, and then we took pictures with, I don't know, was that my family? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess it would have been my family. And then everything after that is pretty much gone forever. I can't imagine feeling that way. And so I make it a point to not forget, you know, great times. So uh, so even, you know, without the walking or whatever, like, we definitely go in. We can drink a little bit more than the average guy. But, you know, I've never had the problem of, oh, fuck, I don't even remember. I mean, I've had a few blackouts, don't get me wrong. But they're not a regular occurrence. So, I think this is just the long, the long way of saying, I might have a drink with my homie in London. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I, I'm just kind of promising myself that I won't come home and drink again. Because it's not about the alcohol. It's about how good I feel. I feel very empowered and because like, fuck, I never thought I could stop drinking and I stopped. And so now I'm like, shit, now like what else could I do? I can do fucking anything I want to. So that's, it's more about that than it is the actual alcohol. I don't give a fuck about the alcohol. I'm a healthy dude. Like I exercise, I drink a gallon of water every single day. I eat vegetables. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine on, in that regard. But uh, it's just the dependence uh, on alcohol, and that's more what I'm what I'm looking to shake, and just how it's been affecting me. I think it's tied a lot into my uh, my depression, so on and so forth. So I'm just kind of doing without it. But that's not to say that it it doesn't serve a purpose sometimes, and you know it can be an enhancer. So I'm gonna go have some fun in London with my best friend, and we're gonna we're gonna fucking have a few beers in some London pubs. And it's going to be great. And uh, I'm sure you'll see it on Instagram. So there's that. Other than that, yeah, I'm not, I'm still not drinking. Feel great about it. Um, no weed, no other drugs, no anything. <laughs> completely, completely sober. Uh, I feel sharp. I feel motivated. I feel good. So I don't know. I'm not preaching at all. I, I like my fear is that this shit comes off as me preaching. It's not that at all. I hate people who preach. One of my jokes is the only thing worse than an addict is a recovering addict. Because at least an addict, you know exactly what they're going to do. They're going to do drugs and then they're going to steal your stereo or something. A recovering addict, you can't even have a fucking cup of coffee in front of them without them reminding you that caffeine's a drug. It's like, yeah, I know, but you know what else is a drug? Meth. I've never done meth. You've done a lot of meth. 
So shut the fuck up about my Starbucks, all right? I'm, I like coffee. Can a motherfucker drink coffee? I like coffee. I'm just rambling at this point. Let's see what... Oh, yeah, I worked with my friend Cookbook um, and the homies from East of the River. I want to talk about Cookbook, but he is definitely on the list of people I want to have as a guest, and I've already talked to him about it, and he's absolutely down. He has a good podcast. It's called Really Though... Um, you should totally check that out. He's a great guy. If you don't know who that is, he is a essentially a legend in Los Angeles. He um, was from a group called L.A. Symphony uh, with this dude Pigeon John. There's four of them, but the name you probably know is Pigeon John. If you know if you know any of the names, you would know that name. So he was in L.A. Symphony and. Um, it's weird. Like I remember going to pay dues, uh, the pay dues festival. I don't remember what year it was. It was maybe Oh nine or something, uh, something around, around that time. And completely like I wasn't in the rap scene. I didn't hang out with rappers or anything. I was just a fan at that time. And I went with uh, my brother-in-law and we're sitting there and LA symphony comes out and I'd heard of pigeon John but I didn't know he was in a group called LA Symphony. I kind of caught the whole underground wave uh, relatively late in life, but I remember them introducing Cookbook, and I looked at my brother-in-law. I was like, "What?" And there's a human being that calls himself Cookbook. That's fucking awesome. Like, I guarantee that guy is awesome as fuck. And years and years and years go by, and never even think about possibly knowing this dude. Like. Since then, I had I had listened to L.A. Symphony and kind of gotten more acquainted with people in the uh, in the L.A. scene and the underground scene, so on and so forth. But uh, and then here we are, like that must have been at least at least six to eight years ago. And now I hang out with Cookbook. Cookbook hit me up, and you know we have a mutual respect for each other and and our output and our work. And, uh, so he wanted to work with me. Um, so I'm not going to say a whole lot about it, but we're working on a YouTube series, not music related. Um, it's more kind of sketch comedy thing. It's, it's kind of more along the lines of sketch comedy. Um, it'll be out soon. Um, so I filmed the first episode, uh, this past Saturday and it went extremely well. Um, Again, I could go on and on about cookbook and how weird it is that he approached me, especially at this time of my life. And I could tie that into a bunch of the books I've been reading and so on and so forth. And I will, but I kind of want to do it when, when I have him on the podcast. So we'll, we'll put a little bookmark in there. Um, but so yeah, I did that, um, worked on that. That'll be out soon ish. I don't know, within a month at least. I don't know. I'm kind of waiting for him. Um, and then I'm going to start editing all this footage, but I'm really happy with how that turned out. Um, let's see. I'm reading this list. So I, what I do is, uh, during the week, I, I use this Evernote app. I live and die by Evernote. And so in Evernote, I have a podcast folder, and in that podcast folder, I have individual notes because that's how Evernote works. And <clears throat> so, excuse me. So I have uh, one that says next podcast and I just, I write, you know, like bullet points 
as the week progresses. I'm like, oh, this happened, so I could talk about that. Oh, yeah, and that happened. I worked on this, met this person, whatever, worked on that. So I'd put it in the note. And then whatever I talk about, I just erase completely. Whatever I don't get to, I leave it, but I like kind of put it toward the bottom. And then I proceed, build the list for the next week. So I'm uh, I'm reading from the list right now. Just talked about Atlanta, talked about oh, vacation PTSD. Yeah, that kind of ties in. I, I don't know. Again, I'm in a good place now. I've been productive. I just didn't get around to podcasting, but I've been kind of putting all my effort toward YouTube. And um, well, the truth is I, I've been putting a lot of work into podcasting, but not actually podcasting. I've been doing a lot of the back end stuff, um, you know, doing final edits, this and that, and then going through the fucking process of getting the shit on the internet, um, figuring out w- where I should host it, this and that packages, how much money I want to spend every month, what, you know, what this much money gets me. And then it's like, how do I tie it into my current website? Do I want it on my current website? Do I want to make it, do I want to give it its own website? How do I get it on iTunes? How do I get it on Stitcher? Um, so, you know, this, um, yeah, it's a little weird time lapse or something, but, uh, if you're hearing this, I mean, provided you're listening to the episodes in order, um, if you're hearing this, the podcast would have been on iTunes for a month now. But as I'm recording this, this is the fourth episode. I haven't released any of them on iTunes because iTunes is taking their sweet ass time. So right now, just to date it, it's April 19th, 2018. So I'm assuming when you hear, again, if you listen to them consecutively, I'm assuming you're going to be listening to this around, uh, I don't know, uh, the 20th of May or something. So, but right now as I'm recording this, it's April 19th. So yeah, it's just a process trying to get all this shit up. I, I wanted to release it tomorrow. Like I wanted to launch the podcast tomorrow because it's, April 20th, 420, not because I'm a stoner at all, but because I recorded the first episode, the self-provoked interview for a 420 thing last year. Um, and if you heard the first episode, you know about all this already. So it literally took me a year to release it. So I was like, shit, I, you know, I got the, I waited this long. We may as well wait till four because we make a bunch of 420 references in the, uh, in the actual interview. So I'm like, fuck, we may as well wait till 420 again and then just put it out. So my podcast, it sounds super stonery, but uh, my podcast will be released on 420. Ha ha. How cute. Uh, but yeah, so I mentioned the vacation PTSD. Yeah, I, I was in a, I, I, I was talking all about it on the, on the episodes, but just been in a really good place, lots of momentum. And then I went on vacation and just all went, just crashed and not 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 like i traditionally crashed though um but it was just harder to get once i'm home like harder to get back into the swing of things um from exercising i mean i did i forced myself to do all of it except podcasting um i forced myself through all of it but i had to force is the point but now we're back rolling um so i'm not even gonna spend any time talking about that it just it happens um so i mean yeah if i if i if I could say anything, it, it would be 
if you're a person, if you're, if you're a creature of habit, like I am, if you live and die by momentum and you're, you're always spinning your wheels in a positive direction and, you know, putting out content or just, you know, whatever it is you do. And then you experience leaving for a while and then you can't get back into it. I guess just the, the way to do it is just force yourself force yourself to make something. And then once you make that thing that you're like, Oh my God, this is fucking dope. Then it's back. Then if you're like me, as soon as you make something dope, you want to make another thing that's dope. And for me, it's been my, my YouTube videos. I'm like super stoked with how, like the, with the direction that's going, I'm, I'm crazy, crazy proud of it. So, um, that's kind of been, what's kicked my ass back in gear and uh so yeah so here we are recording podcasts so again that's all i'll say about that just force yourself to do shit it's it's important to to learn how to force yourself to do shit i think in all aspects of life but um so i'm i met i'll close with this i met jen sincero um if you don't know who that is, you totally should, especially if you listen to this podcast. If you're just listening, okay, if you're just listening to this podcast, I'm not just listen. That that's that's kind of like downplaying you or or kind of disregarding the fact that you're going out of your way to listen to my podcast and I absolutely appreciate you doing that. Um what I mean is if 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 you're only listening to this because you know, you know me personally, like we're personal friends or family friends or whatever. Again, I appreciate you very much. But if you happen to be listening to me because you kind of like the topic of the podcast or the theme, or, you know, you're into, you're in, into art and into, if you're a creative and this and that, if, if you, if this kind of speaks to, to you in that sense, you should totally know who Jen Sincero is. She wrote um, the book, You Are a Badass. And I've been raving about that book on Instagram for quite some time. It's taken me a long time to read it, and that's entirely on purpose because it's one of those books I want to burn through. I could absolutely read that shit in one day, but it's so good, and it's so much. there's so much game to be soaked up in that book that... I've kind of forced myself to read it two pages at a time because I'll read something. And as I'm reading, I'm just like, Oh, this is fucking, this is so God level. This is so tight. And then the next paragraph, Oh, this is great. Oh my God, this is even better. And then I forget what, what I had just read. So I kind of like force myself to read it slowly. I pace myself through it. So I'll read like a few pages and then I'll just kind of marinate on it for 24 hours. And the next night I'll read two more and marinate on that for 24 hours. So it's, um, cause it's not a novel. You know what I mean? You can't read that shit like a novel. It's a, it's, it's a tool is what it is. And you, I don't know, maybe, maybe you can buzz through the shit and absorb all of it. Like fucking Johnny five in short circuit. But that's a weird reference. If you've never seen that movie, you don't get it. And you're probably a better person because of it. But the point is I'm, I'm, I'm forcing myself to read it slowly. Um, so yeah, so she wrote, excuse me, I'm gonna take a sip of water. And I'm not even going to edit that out. Go ahead and deal with it. In fact, deal with the second sip. All right. 
All right, we're back. Feel better. Um, so she wrote a second book, a follow-up called You Are a Badass at Making Money. And uh, that just came out uh, like uh, earlier this year or something. And so she's on a book tour. And I I saw it on Instagram. And she had an L.A. stop. And it just happened to be like two days after I got back from Georgia. So I was like, holy shit, that's tight. And so it was completely free. You just had to RSVP. And so I went on her site immediately and RSVP'd and the shit like it filled up like in 24 hours or something. It wasn't a very big place. I would say there's probably about 100 people there. So yeah, I, RSV- I RSVP'd uh, for my wife and I. And, you know, it's a Tuesday night, whatever. Motherfuckers who don't have kids or who have kids and also have parents who will watch their kids, they don't, there was inviting us to shit as if we have the option to go anywhere together during the week. We can go individually, but never together, like hardly ever together. If you see my, me and my wife together on a Tuesday night, not with our kid, you can be assured that he either died or we, we begged somebody to, to watch him. Um, that's just what it is. And that's totally fine because we're his parents and it's our responsibility. We're not the parents that just dump him off on, on people. Like he's always with us and he's fucking better for it personally. Um, so, um, so yeah, so we, we kind of thought we would be able to, you know, get someone to watch him for like a few hours while we went to LA. We couldn't. So my wife's dope and she's like, you know, just go ahead. This is more your thing. She hasn't read the book. She's waiting for me to finish it so she can read it. She she read like the first couple chapters or whatever when I was when I was doing something else. But I'm constantly talking to her about it and and reading her parts um that that are dope to me and that I think will resonate with her. And so she was like, no, you know, it's, it's, this is your thing. You go do it. I obviously wish I could come, but you know, there's no reason both of us should miss it. So I'm like, all right, cool. Great. And, and really like my wife's not really going to go to downtown LA by herself and find parking and, and find the building and all that. Like she'll do it. It's just, she doesn't enjoy it. I don't think a lot of people enjoy it. There's something, it gives me a rush because I'm always, I get lost constantly and I fucking hate driving around downtown cities and all that, but like it gives me a rush. And so I just went for it. And so I get down there and I'm, I'm running late because it started at six, but I generally work till about five and then there's traffic cause it's Los Angeles and it's mandatory that they rip up the goddamn roads every other week. So it's, uh, it's crazy. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting stressed out and I'm like still driving. I'm circling this building in, in downtown. Right. So it's like all one way street. So it's just chaos. It's, it's rush hour. There's buses, there's fucking planes, trains, and automobiles fucking flying around everywhere. And I'm like, yo, this shit starts at six. It's five 56. I'm still circling around looking for parking. Right. And it's just a goddamn nightmare. And everything in me is like, just turn around, just go home, just go home. And then I'm like, shut the fuck up self. Like, nah, we're going. We're going. If 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 I don't make it in there, it's gonna be because I walk in and they're gonna be like, Oh, you're too late. You missed her. My like, either way, I'm 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 gonna walk in there. 
So long story short, I find the parking structure. I go down there. It's like $47 a second or something like that. But shit, I got this far. So went in, get my ticket, uh, take the elevator. It's a, It was at, a, what was it called? The WeWork we work gas or something, some weird ass name, but I guess the, I guess we work is like, like a group, like an organization. I don't know. They kind of talked about it. Um, at the time when I was there, but I was busy Instagramming, uh, the fact that I was at Jen Sincero's book tour, which was time well spent. If you ask me, um, but yeah, Google, we work, it was tight. Like the, the office was fucking crazy. It was like on the 37th floor or something like that. You, you could see all of California. Um, but so I, oh, so I get to the door. I'm all out of breath. I've been working all day, all freaked out, all flustered. And the girl's like, hi, what's your name? I'm like, I am, uh, Zai telling my name. And I say, you know, there's actually two people with that last name. Um, one's not here just so, you know, cause I know there's a waiting list. So just, just so you know that, you know, there'll be one less person than you're counting on. And so she's like, oh yeah, you're not on the list. I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, uh, yes I am. And I'd like to go in now. And she, she's like, I obviously didn't say that, but she's like, yeah, no, I don't see your name. I'm like, hmm. Okay, well, I RSVP'd on the website, and it said, you know, you're confirmed. And she's like, well, did you get an email? I'm like, I didn't, actually. Um, you know, but I didn't read anything that said, you know, you're going to get an email. Because if you get, if you, if someone tells you you're going to get an email, and, and you don't get an email, then you're like, hmm, where the fuck is the email? But if you never get told, like, hey, by the way, we're going to email you, you're just like, hmm, well... It said I'm good. I must be good. I'd be an asshole to be like, huh, it said I'm confirmed. I wonder if I'm confirmed. Like, who lives that way? So I just fucking, it's not an assumption. It's one thing happened and I acted accordingly. So here I am. And uh, now you're telling me I'm not on the list. I'm I'm like, okay, well, where do we go from here? What can we do? And she's like, well, there's a waiting list. I'm like, okay, I know how this goes. But she, And then she flips to it, and there's like six people on it. I'm like, oh, tight. So I'm like, yeah, throw me on that, please. She throws me on it. I go sit outside for like five minutes. Then she comes, and she's like, all right, you can come on in. I'm like, hell yeah. So I go in, go to the top floor. I'm the last person in. And I, the elevator doors open, and I, I turn this corner, and... There's a hundred women all and, 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 and they're all a certain kind of woman, great women, but it's not, it's not like women I'd hit on or something. It's like, they're all, you know, they're all like empowered and and gross about it. I'm kidding. Um, they, they're like entrepreneurs. They read self-help books. They probably go to yoga and they're downtown LA chicks and you, you know, you know, the chick I'm talking about. So it's a bunch of those chicks. Right. And so I turn the corner and all of them look at me, a hundred people in a room. There was three men in there. One of them being me, one of them being the bartender, the other guy, I don't know what his story was, but we both kept like catching eyes and looking at each other like, fuck, what are you doing here? 
whereas you could you could go one of two ways with that you could be like god i'm so fucking glad there's another man in here or you could be like he sees me here at least with all i don't know i don't know it's weird but but so yeah a, a bunch of chicks all staring at me like i like i infiltrated the the fort and i'm like Hey, how's it going? Just doing the awkward. Like, I'm kind of awkward anyway, like in a big crowd like that. But every, I, just a bunch of people staring at me. And it's one of those times you're like, fuck, I forgot how to walk. Like, I, 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 I don't know how to walk. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to trip or something. I'm going to forget to breathe and fucking pass out or, or, or something like that. Um, and it's like one of those things like, I swear to God, I'm trying to look all calm and collected, but the first person that talks to me, I'm just going to be like, God, and, and fucking run out. And so the guy's like, um, I, I, well, there was another guy. He was uh, like kind of ushering people in, but he was like, like obnoxiously gay. So, um, so I don't know, is that gray area, right? Like he he's 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 one of the he's one of the chicks. He's hanging out with with his girlfriends. That's cool. That's tight. But I'm like, all right, bro, cool. And so he's like, um it's like, well, unfortunately, there's only standing room and we're gonna need you to stand all the way in the back. I'm like, shit, that sounds perfect. That sounds absolutely perfect. So I have to, uh, you know, we're in the front, so I have to walk all the way to the back of the room down this aisle, and all these women are like, like, watch. It's it's quiet because everybody's waiting. You know, there's a little, like, chatter here and there, but it, for the most part, it's quiet, and I just feel all these eyes on me, and I'm walking all the way to the back. I'm like, fuck, I wish my wife was here. It had been so much better. I just put her in front and, like, put my finger in her back pocket and just follow her like a little kid following his mom. And, uh, so I get to the back and I feel a lot better once I get there. Cause no one's, I'm, I'm literally in all the way in the back next to the bar and here I am not drinking. And there's never been a time in the last month and a half where I've wanted to drink this bad because I'm fucking flustered. I'm stressed out. I'm, I'm super shy and awkward and embarrassed. I, I it's just, I feel terrible. I'm like, God, and I'm thirsty as shit, to be honest, because it's hot outside. I'm sweating. And of course, the devil would put me like I'm literally leaning on the bar. And the guy's like, can I get you anything? I'm like, uh, yeah, but no, no, it's cool. No, nothing. No, yeah, no, just everything. But no, nothing. And so I, I you know, I didn't have anything, but um, he did bring me a glass of water, so that was cool. But so then we sit there and like 10, 15 minutes later, she comes out. This chick comes out and interviews her. She talks to the crowd. It's a good time. She, it's like super inspiring. Um, it wasn't too rah-rah. It was uh, or, or fake or phony. That's why I like her. You should like, if you haven't, Google her and, and watch some of her YouTube interviews. They're really, really good. Um, I don't like... I have read a lot of self-help books, but I don't like a lot of self-help book authors, um, if that makes any sense. Um, but she's definitely the exception. And so after, I think she talked for about an hour, it was fantastic. Um, and so afterward, I went up and, you know, she was going to stick around and sign books and meet people. So I went and bought two books, um, the You Are a Badass at Making Money. I bought two copies, uh, one for my wife and one for myself. Stood in this long ass line with all these women. 
and uh, a few of them talked to me. Uh, nothing major, just like, hey, how are you? Did you enjoy it? And I'm like, yeah, it was it was fantastic. How about you? And oh yeah, it was great. And it's my third time seeing her, and you know, so on and so forth. And so I wait in line. I get all the way to the front. I'm pro- I was waiting in line longer than I was actually sitting in the actual book presentation. Uh, literally, like, I think I was waiting in line for like an hour and 20 minutes. And so I get to the front and I'm like one of the last people and I go in and give her a hug and she's super nice and super friendly and, and bubbly, but not like in a shitty, annoying way, like a fake way or anything like that. So I give my phone to one of the chicks and they're taking pictures and the chick was cool. She like snapped a bunch of pictures of me talking to her like candids. So that's dope just to have. And then, uh, you know, um, I tell her like, obviously she's, she's being showered with compliments and, and, and praise and flattery. I think flattery is a word. If it's not, let's make one. You heard it here first flattery. Um, I'm gonna be pissed if it's actually a word now, but so I didn't want to like bombard her with even more, but I was like, you're, you're a huge part of my life at the moment. So uh, it's, it's an absolute pleasure to meet you. Um, and she's like, Oh, I'm so glad you came you know, this and that. And so I kind of wanted, I don't want to talk about myself. So I was like, so how are you, are you enjoying your tour? And she's like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm having so much fun. It's so much fun. I'm like, Oh good. That's, that's cool. I can tell you're having fun. Um, that's, uh, that's dope to, that's dope to see. And so I told her, yeah, please sign for my wife. She's supposed to be here, but she couldn't make it. Um, so she signed, she wrote something for her and she wrote something for me. And then we took a picture together and, uh, you know, um, then yeah, we, I, I said, you know, pleasure is fucking absolute pleasure meeting you. She said, likewise, gave her a hug and I went, I bounced and drove home, felt all good. It was tight, came home, talked to my wife a bunch, um, and so the book is sitting right next to me right now. I'm I'm fucking dying to read it, but I need to finish the first one. But again, I'm not trying to. I, I'm I don't want to burn through it, but uh, I can't wait to read this book. Um, if if you and I put it on my Instagram, I I posted a, uh, I posted a photo of it, and a lot of people, I mean relatively a lot of people, like probably about twenty people, have hit me up about it either in the comments or. Um, if they have my number, they text me or they'll post a few of them actually posted the, a picture of the book themselves and tag me in it. Like I saw, I saw Zooks post this. And so I was inspired to go get it. And it's such a good recommendation. I recommend it, you know, so it's cool. I made a little, little domino effect and, um, yeah, for like, for real, if, if, uh, if you're into, Self-help is such a shitty thing to call it. Like it's not self-help sounds like I don't know. I don't know what self-help. It just it sounds like you're you're uh it's almost a negative way to say it, like self-help. Not that help's bad and not that helping yourself is bad, obviously, but it's like it's way more than self-help. It's like it's like encouragement, right? It's it's like uh if you're into encouraging books, inspiring books, if you're into God-level-ass books and just God-level-ass shit in general, you should read the book. It's not it's not shitty at all. I wouldn't read it if it was shitty. By shitty, I mean, you know, too rah-rah, too, uh, too 
um, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. It's it's like it's like the downtown LA chicks, right? You know what I'm talking about. I don't have to go out of my way to explain the shit. You know what most self-help books are like. It ain't like that. It's really good. It's enjoyable. It's funny as fuck. It's extremely inspiring um, in a realistic way, though. It doesn't make you feel like you're going to go run for president tomorrow or that you're going to like figure out how to go to the moon next week. It's like it's within the context of your own life and, and shit that's actually possible. Um, so, yeah, I, I highly recommend... I, 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 I couldn't recommend anything higher, to be honest. Um, it's it's worked absolute wonders for me. Um, I absolutely, I absolutely attribute all the good shit that I'm that's happening right now. I attribute it to my reading that book and kind of applying it to my life. Um, a lot of it was already in there in me, uh, but I think of a lot a lot of it's already in a lot of people. And sometimes you just need something to kind of activate that so the book definitely didn't give me anything new it just took what's already there what was already there and and just kind of lit a fire under it and so now you know the videos the podcasting the the businesses that I won't get into um, but those are definitely happening that's a big part of my happiness as well Um, just a lot of shit going on and I attribute almost all of it to my reading that book. So ramble, ramble, ramble. If you were looking for a good book to read, definitely read that book. It's an excellent read. Um, my goal, my, my, I mean, shit, I only have like 1500 goals that I've come up with just today. But one of my big goals, one of those goals you write down, like, no, no way. But I mean, fuck it. If, if you want it, write it down, make it a goal. Like I, my goal is crazy as far as like podcast guests. Like I have Dennis Rodman right under, you know, like my cousin who's the nutritionist. Cause like both of those people will be tight to talk to. Um, and I'm just, I just mean that I, I just say that because it's like in terms of podcast guests, I want a bunch of people and I don't give a fuck if you're, if you're Martin Scorsese or whatever, like I would totally talk to you. Obviously I'd be nervous as fuck, but I mean, I would absolutely do it. So again, ramble, ramble, ramble. Um, my goal is to get Jen Sincero on my podcast and I have a feeling she would do it cause she does people's podcasts. I don't know if she charges money for it. I mean, I, I would absolutely pay. Um, I'm not sure how much I could afford, but I would, I would absolutely, I would absolutely pay to, uh, get like an hour of her time. Um, so I don't know, maybe that will be something in the future. Uh, hopefully the near future, I don't know. Um, just kind of putting that out in the universe. So I've talked now for an hour and 19 minutes. So, uh, and it's, what time is it? It is 11 o'clock. I got to wake up and exercise and, uh, you know, just live my life. Um, so... I appreciate you continuing to listen and I appreciate you subscribing um, and rating and sharing with your friends, whether, you know, in real life or on the internet, in internet life. Um, If you haven't done all of that, I would appreciate you doing so. No pressure or anything, but, you know, 
definitely fucking do that or I'll be extremely pissed. Um, go, I, by the time you're listening to this, I, I really hope it's on iTunes because, I mean, why wouldn't it be on iTunes? But as of right now, it's on Stitcher, so you can go, I don't know, I personally, I don't, I don't use Stitcher, so I don't know how Stitcher works. I should probably figure that out, but... I think I assume you can go subscribe to it and rate it and and you can at least listen to it for sure. But um iTunes isn't an option at the moment, but uh yeah, go go wherever it is. It's on the Pod Podbean. Podbean is the the host. So fuck it, you know, just go to Stitcher. All right, go to Stitcher. Uh rate, subscribe, share this that and the other. Uh this that and the third as Ghostface would say. Please follow me on social media. It's at Gadzooks everywhere. Um, that's not the actual handle. It's not at Gadzooks everywhere. It's at Gadzooks everywhere. Um, but it's G-V-D-Z-O-O-K-S. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, so on and so forth. Go to uh, Fort TV on YouTube. That's YouTube.com slash Fort TV, F-O-R-T-T-V. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting pretty active over there. Um, I'm, I just put out a video today, uh, called, uh, what is it? Oh, a niche for the nicheless. It's like the, the channel, the channel trailer or what have you. And, uh, I'm getting really good response on that because I put it on Instagram as well. I put a little teaser on Instagram cause I can only post a, a minute of it. And it's, I think it's like two and a half minutes on, on, on YouTube. So it's blown up on Instagram. Um, I'm hoping that that kind of gets some traffic to YouTube. Right before I started this podcast, I was fucking trying to navigate the goddamn space-time continuum that is the Facebook business manager. That shit's such a nightmare. God damn, that shit's a nightmare. Um, I mean to do it right. Like everybody knows how to like post an ad, right? Like you post on Instagram and it's like promote, you hit promote, you pay money and it's go. But like, I'm trying to really figure out like the analytics and, and cause I have several pages and several admins and several credit cards and this, that, and the other. And I'm just trying to really wrap my head around it. And it's a fucking full-time job just doing that. And technically it is people. I know people make a lot of money charging people to run their Facebook ads. So shit, maybe I, maybe I just got to find one of those guys. You know, it's going to be some 19 year old kid who's never had a date in his life, but he somehow figured out how to crack the Facebook code. Um, but I mean, I mean, how many fucking YouTube videos can you watch? I've watched every fucking YouTube video available. And it's, it's just at some point you got to think I'm either stupid or it's not really, it's just not perfected yet. Like it, it, there's a lot of room for improvement in the Facebook ads manager and business manager. Um, but you know, we're going to make it happen. That's what we do. So again, thank you for, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for just being here. Uh, I'm in a good place. I hope you're in a good place. And, um, yeah, let's continue. Let's continue fucking, I don't know. I was going to say follow our dreams. That sounds so, that sounds so trashy. How dare I? I was going to say, let's continue following our dreams, guys. See that, that's the kind of people, that's the kind of dude that writes the shitty self-help books. Let's follow our dreams, guys. Fuck you and your dreams. No, but I mean, you know what I'm getting at. 
Um, let's stop being sad little bitches. Stop being sad little bitches. Let's make some shit happen. Let's make some money. Let's make some art. Let's make some motherfucking YouTube videos. Let's make some podcasts. Let's let's take some photos. Let's uh let's make our kids proud of us, our parents proud of us, our friends proud of us. God damn it, let's let's grab life by the balls and and I ain't letting go. No homo. Um I mean, you know, little homo. It's LA. What do you want? Gotta get a little homo. Um that's offensive. <laughs> I'm just rambling at this point. I'm really bad. I'm really bad at 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 cutting it off. I don't know how to cut it off. All right, I'm gonna cut it off right now. You ready? All right. My name is Gadzooks. This is on the way down. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next week, hopefully with a guest. If not, I'll be here, and uh, you'll be here, and we'll be here together, and we'll have a great time. I'm not cutting it off. Uh, I'm rambling again, so uh, I'm not even gonna say goodbye. <laughs>